Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm alive. I crawled out of my cave. She's back. Back to real life to an extent. We'll see how long this holds up. <laughs> it was a busy yesterday for the Suns, huh? Yeah. They did a lot of things. Yeah. Does James Jones only work weekends? Apparently. <laughs> he's, he's killing me, man. It's really Late nights me. and weekends. That's yeah. all it is. I wasn't ready yesterday. I was still in the cave yesterday. So I was like, listen, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow. But yeah, it was a lot going on for the Suns yesterday. Shams tweeted out and kind of gave us a full picture of what all went down. So the Suns, they signed Bol Bol to a one-year fully guaranteed deal. They acquired three second rounders from Orlando for a pick swap. They traded campaign a second rounder and cash to the Spurs for a future second rounder. So we're going to dive into all of this on today's show. Cash, 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 cash. Of course, we'll start with campaign. Since uh, we owe campaign some love, some flowers, a proper send off, if you will. Uh, The Suns did trade campaign and a future second round pick and that cash to the Spurs. For a second rounder. How are you guys feeling about this? Uh, I'm okay with it. Well, listen, they had to free up some roster space, and they clearly they think that Bull Bull is the addition that they need more than campaign. Uh, I don't think that you, you're going to have to stop looking at this team from a traditional sense because they're just not going to be that team. Like They're going to be very much more constructed like the Warriors were in terms of not really like a traditional point guard. A lot of guys that can handle the ball, Draymond will handle the ball. Well, this team, you're going to have – Guys like Eric Gordon, you're going to have KD, Beal, Booker. They're all going to be able to handle the ball and initiate the offense. So um, I'm okay with it. I don't think campaign was a necessity, mostly because of the consistency. And if you got peak campaign all the time, he'd be a steal for $6 million a year. But unfortunately, uh, he wasn't dropping buckets like he was right here in this EABL, which is, you know, unfortunate. Dropped 57 after he got dealt. Yeah, nothing. Nothing will fire a guy up like getting traded. Uh, also, the level of competition in this pickup game probably. Yeah, they were a bunch of souls. It, but this, this was a campaign, and I took that personally. Yes. First of all, Moment. Espo. 
uh, fuck you. Uh, second of all, if I was as athletic as these guys, I'd be okay with that right now because I'm not. I said that with all due respect. No, that, you, can't say, say, just you can't say whatever just you say want. What you want to say after you say with all Hold due respect? On. Are you telling me was, that that Cam wouldn't drop 57 on you right now? He'd drop 157 <laughs> okay. on me right now. So I gave you more credit than you deserved. No. You could be out there with these guys. No, he so. was not. Yes, I was. No, no, it was disrespectful. Yeah, I don't, I don't he think said. he meant it as. It was not a compliment. I could totally be out yeah. there and only you two can try to this shit however you want. <laughs> okay, we know I, what's what. I guess it has. There was a bunch of has-beens and never wases out there playing Cam. I just right? don't have oh, the even better. Fight. Awesome. Don't you feel better now? I was trying to yeah. keep the peace. <laughs> I can't imagine why. I don't hate Espo's guts right now. Um, anyway. Yeah. No. I. I. It, it's kind of bittersweet. I understand that they were. I. I would have understood this trade a little bit more if they had gotten a rotation player back in return for him. Um, I, I know that they freed up the roster spot to sign Bull Bull, but campaign is a better player right now than Bull mm -hmm. is. And I totally get taking the flyer on a guy like Bull who's younger, who has upside, who's going to be on a vet minimum. Um, it, it is interesting. It does tell us how high they are on Jordan Goodwin and Eric Gordon being able to hold things down coming off the bench. Um, which, you know, I, I, I like Goodwin. I don't know if he's proven enough. Maybe they've liked what they've seen behind closed doors enough to feel confident in that. Um, well, but I'm a little surprised. Didn't Goodwin, was he's kind of more of like a combo guard last year too, mm -hmm. not a traditional point guard either? Yeah, he, he is a combo guard. He does have pretty good playmaking chops, so I think he'll be able to hold it down. Um, and again, you know, you'll have another point of attack defender coming off the bench, which they could definitely use with this group. Um, but I am surprised because, you know, keeping Kevin Young in place to kind of run the offense, it was going to be a similar offense. Campaign has been in this system for a few years now. Um, he's probably familiar with it. So they are, it, it's pretty clear that they're starting from scratch and building this team in the way that Matt Ishbia and James Jones want. Uh, but I am a little surprised to see him go. And, and it is bittersweet because he did always bring the energy, the pregame uh, routines will not be the same without him. The faces, the faces, I'm the reactions. And, and he just, he genuinely liked being here, which is something that, you know, five years ago, we could not say about a lot of players that wore this Jersey. He genuinely loved being here in the fan base. So he will be missed. This wasn't a surprise to me, Lindsay, you weren't here on Friday, but I said this, Emma, if you could play it, let's connect the dots here. Mm -hmm. Bull bull. They've been talking about signing him. For some reason, there's been a delay. Mm. You have 15 guys on the roster right now. Could this be some kind of move where somebody takes Cam in? Uh, like, does Brooklyn have cap space to do this, and the Suns get a, a second round pick from somebody, and or they or Brooklyn sends somebody for cap space? Like, I feel like this may be where we're headed. Like, I would not act as if this is going to bring in some other major piece. For the Suns is, is my thinking here. Wow. Look at you go, Espo. <laughs> Almost called it exact. If I had said Spurs, I would have I would have looked real good there. Mm -hmm. Guys, give him his flowers. I was going to give him his flowers, and I did it in our pre-show meeting. Uh, <laughs> but you did say could. Could this be? Like, I'm, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Next you, didn't time. Like, you didn't really flat out like guarantee it. So <laughs> I, I guarantee. I guarantee. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, honestly, it, it didn't surprise me because 
I can't imagine there was a huge market for campaign. Let's start there. Like, I don't think there were a lot of teams banging down the door for campaign services. So it, it didn't shock me that this is where they went uh, with it. Would I have liked more? Of course, I would have liked more for campaign. I appreciate what he added to that team in the bubble, what he did in the finals run, but it's been a mixed bag since then. Uh, so uh, you wind up saving, I think it was $26 million in luxury tax money as well, which I know that Matt Ishpia doesn't care about the dollars and cents, but what that does is it now frees you up to try to get another guy via trade at some point uh, and, uh, you know, and do that, which I think makes a lot of sense. I saw somebody in the chat saying, oh, can we sign Kelly Oubre now for that six and a half million in cap space? No, you have no cap space. You are still exorbitantly over the cap into the second apron, so you can't sign them. Uh, it's not as if that's now free money available to go pick up whoever. Right. It's, it's a trade exception. It's not salary cap space. And um, because the Suns are going to be above that second luxury tax apron next summer, that trade exception is only good through the end of the upcoming regular season. It's not a full year like they would normally have for a trade exception. So they have to use it basically before. Well, I guess they could use it after the trade deadline if they're eliminated from the playoffs um, and their offseason begins early. But it's but that ain't through, no, no, wait, no, it is through the end of the regular season. So basically the trade deadline, like you have until the trade deadline to put the $6.5 million to good use. Um, we'll talk about certain players that might make sense in a couple of months to use at that point. But um, I am, I am kind of surprised that they went for this deal because the three second rounders they got were in a separate deal that they could have made outside of campaign you say down the road because at that point obviously some of the salary will have been taken off of some of these players so that 6.5 million dollar trade exception could apply to somebody i'm just gonna throw a name out there like a tj mcconnell because the pacers will have paid that entire uh, like a portion of that or does each salary count for the whole year no matter when you trade for them each salary counts for the whole year no matter when okay. you trade for him so for example like tj mcconnell i think he makes 8.7 million or something like that he would not be um eligible to fit within that 6.5 million dollar gotcha gotcha okay so you can also throw out guys like kelly Oubre. Uh, because that's just I, well, people he's a free agent. Well, so, yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is like people are asking, well, what about these Kelly Oubre rumors? There was never a rumor about Kelly Oubre. It was just a bunch of people on the Internet. They were like, I hope Kelly, Kelly Oubre, Oubre comes to be a yeah. son. But there's no possibility unless he took the vet minimum for him to come to the Suns. And even then, I don't think that's going to happen. So. Well, no, there's no roster spot either. So yeah. like, well, that could always I mean, be manipulated. I mean, you can change it. But yeah, like anybody telling you that is just trying to. Hope and pray that Kelly Oubre wants yeah. to be here. There's two things I want to bring up. One, uh, I think Campaign took advantage of an opportunity when it looked like he was going to be out of the league completely playing in China. Mm -hmm. Good for him. He deserves, uh, you know, the the money that he made while he was here. He deserves to be put in a position where he can maybe thrive a little bit more um, because he's not behind a, a bunch of uh, superstars, namely Chris Paul. Um, so uh, good for him. I'm excited for him. Uh, and then I completely lost the train of thought on the second one. So who cares? Well, on the first <laughs> one, I'm in agreement with you because like, I understand if campaign is upset because he seemed like he really loved being here mm. and I can understand him being upset that he is being uprooted and sent to the San Antonio Spurs, which sure they've got Wemby now, but it's still going to be an uphill battle mm -hmm. to get out of the hole that they're in right now. Whereas being with the Suns, he came in 
at the perfect time, like the launch of what we know as the Phoenix Suns right now. So I understand him being upset, but on the flip side, like he was given a really amazing opportunity with this team. He took full advantage of it, revitalized his NBA career and made a good amount of money from yeah. it as well. Yeah. So and he got to play for the Suns, not when we were winning 19 games a season, but when we were going to the finals yeah. and making deep playoff runs and things of that nature. So now he gets to be on a team where he's going to win 19 games in the yes. season. Yeah, also, the second thing I did remember, uh, I'm also very happy for Ish Wainwright because it looks like he's going to stay the course and make it through all the, all mm-hmm. the wickets yeah. and uh, be on this roster. Yeah. Come uh, and hopefully, and hopefully, he gets to stay on the roster past that guaranteed point in in January. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. January. Yeah. January. Um, so that way he can he get he deserves it as well. Like he might not play a lot this year, but. Uh, for everybody, for anybody that like bought into this program and bought into this community, and you just want to see those guys thrive, and so I'm happy for mm-hmm. Ishwin right for sure. Yeah, it, the only reason I could see campaign being frustrated, at least in my mind, is they didn't have to pick up that option that they picked up on him earlier this off season, so he could have chosen wherever he went. Now, everybody'll say, well, he wouldn't gotten as much money, but I think sometimes these guys prefer getting to control their own destiny rather than sometimes some of the money. So that might be part of why you'd be upset too. Hey, I could have chosen my destination. Instead, now you're making me go to San Antonio. And as Chuck says, who the hell wants to go to San Antonio? Uh, Nobody, but at least maybe he'll save some money being there because there ain't nothing to do. I I can see that, but it it feels like we hadn't heard really anything about campaign until last week so it feels yeah. like these these plans kind of came up quickly and i feel like at that point in time it makes sense to pick up the team option and i honestly i don't know that he would have made more than 6.5 mil on oh, the open market it. like i don't know he might have got a longer guaranteed deal though he might have you know two two for like 10 or 11 or Three for like fourteen or fifteen. You're you're going to take it at this point. What's confusing me is you picked up six and a half million. You wound up paying part of it, and what you got was the right to swap second round picks. So and you end, saved almost thirty million dollars. Yeah. Though that's a big chunk of money. But you would have saved that if you never if you never paid it, and you wouldn't have had to pay somebody to take him campaign's contract either well i think they they, they needed to pick up his team option because like we have been talking about up for a lot of when they were exploring deandre ayton trades for a lot of salary matching purposes campaign was one of the only like six guys on the roster that you could combine salary with so i i get why they did it they explored and then they decided to go this route i am kind of surprised um and it's unfortunate because the second round picks that they moved in this campaign trade um, like from the Spurs press release, the Suns sent San Antonio a 2025 pick from New Orleans, um, and the Spurs are sending back a protected second rounder in 2024. So if How it's do you protected, protect oh, you can protect a second rounder. <laughs> it turns into absolutely nothing if he doesn't play 15 minutes. I mean, it could. So like some, we've seen second rounders that are protected all the way through the top 55. <laughs> so it's only if it's the last five picks, which is basically like, f you, you're not getting this pick. Um, it could be like the top 15, the top 10 in the second. I don't wow. know what it is. We're still waiting for word on that. But yeah, they basically had to give up a second rounder to dump campaign for a second rounder that might never come. Um, I am surprised by that. I'm surprised they wanted to move off him that much that they accepted such a uh, meager return there. Uh, something that I did not know. 
But then again, I, I it depends on the protection because if it's just the first five picks, maybe the Spurs are pick number six. And so you get like the 36 pick. I don't know. Did you really just do Johnny Carson? I did. I'm the one person I did. in I, here. As soon as I looked at you, I knew you got it. it. I was like, these two don't even know who Johnny Carson is. I know who Johnny Carson is. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> oh, I would no. have never gotten that. Absolutely not. Um, well, you know, we thank Campaign for all of the joy he brought us. That we had a lot of great times with Campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of great time with the Cams in general, and it's only fit that to say goodbye to Campaign, we play our final game of only Cams on this show. It's the game <laughs> sweeping the nation. It's only Cams. I'm gonna give you guys one minute on the clock uh-huh. each. No, you're you're going to play as a team. I'm going to give you a clue, and it's either Cam Payne, Cam Johnson, or Cam Newton. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to play only cams? Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. His father's name is Tony. Hmm. Cam Payne. Yes, correct. Nice. Played for multiple colleges. Uh, Cam Johnson. And? And Cam Cam Newton, Newton. right? Correct. Is a pescatarian. Cam Newton? Correct. Mother is a school nurse. Cam Johnson. Correct. Mm-hmm. In high school, he grew from five foot five as a freshman to six foot as a senior. Dang. Campaign. Correct. His middle name is Gerald. Gerald? J-A-R-R-E-L-L. Gerald. Cam Newton. Correct. Nice. If you said he went to school on the moon, it's you Jarell. technically you technically wouldn't be wrong. And I don't remember. Oh, oh that's the campaign. Yeah. No, that was Cam Johnson. Oh. Thinks he's Superman. Uh, Cam Newton. Correct. His college shares a name with the Cardinals' starting quarterback. Oh, oh that's campaign. Correct. Yeah. Murray State. Uh, chose his jersey number based on a psalm. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson. That is correct. Current video game rating is a 77. Ooh, Probably campaign. That is correct. I, you guys went 9 of 10. I think Hello. I think you uh, tied campaign and lost to Cam Johnson. So Freaking Cam Johnson. That is our, <laughs> I know, right? You can't win them all. But uh, that, I hope you enjoyed the final Rendition. episode or game, whatever. I mean, we got Rendition Kamara. Probably makes sense. <laughs> of only Cam. Oh, only Kamara. Yeah, but it doesn't work because there's not another Cam on the roster anymore. So yeah, sure. it's kind of, it's, it's just retired. I really just wanted to use that graphic one more time. One of our, we should have used it more. <laughs> one of our old R. graphics. Honestly, that was one of the first games we ever played. Because Cam Johnson came on like in the first month of us being a thing. He was yep. our very first guest. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Former son, Cam Johnson. It was a good former game, son. though. We got we got to play it three times. We did. So it was a good game. It <laughs> former, was a good game. Former son campaign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And all former right. NFL player Cam Newton. Did. Well, if you need something to take your mind <laughs> off of all also of the Jarell. sadness of losing Jarell. only cams and campaign, uh, might I recommend the BetMGM Sportsbook app? It's a lot of fun. It makes watching sports a heck of a lot more enjoyable. If you have not signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX when you do. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code 
P-H-N-X. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, one 800 bets off Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. It is hot as you know what outside, so the party needs to be inside these days, but that doesn't mean it has to be lame. I'm talking about our friends over at OGs. They got you covered for everything you need this summer inside, of course. We're talking the pink lemonade flavor that just launched. It is available right now. If you're just trying to hibernate through the summer like I am, the Aquaberry Sleep Edition Gummy is for you. If you're just trying to like find a good vibe, the Happy Balance Gummy is for you. Or you know what? If you're just trying to get a little crazy, have a little fun, why not try out the mixed bags? You can get all the fruits and all the creams, so you get all the different flavors. Whatever you are looking for this summer, OG's has you covered. They do not miss when it comes to flavor and effect, so make sure you get your hands on the pink lemonade gummies while you still can. Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Pro tip, don't leave your OG's in, the car. in your backpack in the car because oh. then you get one OG and you have no clue how much, <laughs> how many milligrams that bad boy is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a game <laughs> cutting chunks off of it dead spinning the wheel you know? yeah i mean honestly that is a good reminder though because it is so hot outside like don't leave it in your car don't leave it in a bag like og's got to stay inside this summer too <laughs> yes. we got to stay inside all right so in addition to the campaign um movements from yesterday we also learned that free agent bull bull has agreed on a one-year deal with the phoenix suns We've talked a lot about Bull Bull over the last couple of weeks since these rumors kind of uh, started popping up. How are you guys feeling about it now that it's officially done? It's a bull new world. Somebody in the chat did but that. We, we told you in resist. the beginning of the show. Did they sing that it was live on the show, they did. though? I don't they, think they, they did. did. Look, have you guys not <laughs> learned that I'm shameless when it comes to crappy singing? Uh, look, great. They got a 15th guy that's got potential. You've got... Uh, you have no draft picks. Uh, you know, you're not going to have a lot of guys you're bringing into the system that could evolve into something. And Frank Vogel is a guy that uh, is somewhat of a big man whisperer. So, great. You took a flyer. I'm good on this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it more when I thought it was a training camp slot or taking a flyer in that way. I, I Like I said, campaign is a better player than Bull Bull. You're trying to win a championship next year, and I understand they saved – themselves some money and they got themselves some trade assets that's the part of this that i like um the subsequent move that they made with the magic to bring in three second round picks and all you're really giving up is another team that has pick swap rights uh in that next in that 2026 draft but i don't know man like i i'm i'm excited to watch him play i always love watching new players play especially young players that have that type of potential that type of length he's like a seven footer who can handle the ball like what's not to like but I do think in terms of looking ahead to this upcoming season you might have been better served using that spot on a guy like a campaign than a bowl bowl so we're, we're gonna see uh the Suns are clearly high on their development and their ability to 
turn him into something. But to this point in his career, last season was really the only season where he looked like a rotation player and he came out strong and then completely kind of fizzled. So I'm curious to see what he's able to bring to the table on a team that doesn't have a lot of time or opportunities for him to make mistakes and grow from them. Wouldn't campaign have been a third guard regardless of whether you played him at point guard or shooting guard, you would have been behind obviously Booker and Beal, Goodwin and Gordon. So there's a chance you wouldn't have seen very many cam minutes either uh, in reality. There's a chance, but with your third string, I'd rather have the guy that has actually played in playoff games has scored 29 points in a Western Conference Finals game as your third string in case of injury rather than a guy who, again, expectations need to be tempered for this guy because he has all the raw tools. But he has, he's this is his fifth year in the NBA. It's not like he's some like young, unknown talent. Like he's, He might be what he is at this point. So um, I personally would have rather had pain than that, but I do understand the appeal of getting younger for a much cheaper contract and and seeing what he can bring to the table. So I was watching Twitter yesterday go crazy about this. And um, I just, I just think that we need to just reset the table a little bit and we need to. (laughs) Yeah. Like everybody just calm the F down, please. Uh, Bull Bull is the 15th man on the roster. If he produces at a high level and his mental game is not out of whack, then it, it'll 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 be okay. Like it'll be fun to watch. He'll he'll give us some some cool moments this season to to cheer about. But uh, you you really got to temper those expectations. If you think a he's going to be in the starting lineup, um, we have some more OGs we can give you. Um, B, I if also he's, have some things I can sell you. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's a, if that's a thing, like a lake or a beach yeah. house in Idaho. Oh, <laughs> Why are you guys she, immediately, both of you, Emma and she, Saul, you no, guys need to go there. to church. We She's all like, went there. I got some, we all channel. went there. Lindsay's like, you I got some stickers. I'm hung up on the light pole. Like, that damn. I slinging some rock on the side. I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm I, kidding. Hey, with Lindsay, you could smoke a bowl bowl if you want. You know? <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, I I, I think we just got to lower our expectations on this. Again, if by the end of the season he becomes a valuable (laughs) rotation piece, fantastic, even better. But I mean, my expectation is is that he he provides us some minutes when you know guys are sitting out or they're injured. Uh, He gives you a glimpse and maybe he can manifest himself into a consistent role player like he proved that he could be at the beginning of his Orlando stint. But again, everything that you talk to, I talk to our folks over at DMVR, uh, you you will hear the same thing like he's fun to watch, but he will once he starts to like go to the bad place. He, he might even quit from time to time. And we know how everybody else feels about people that quit on the sun. So <laughs> I, I don't, I have zero expectations for bowl bowl. I hope he plays at a high level. I hope he contributes to this team somehow, some way, but I have zero expectations on, on what he's the value that he's going to bring. Did anybody else see the, I'm not going to out the person, but the written piece that suggested that bowl bowl is the Victor Wembenyama Chet Holmgren stopper for this team. Hey, I'm not sure we need a Chet Holmgren stopper. He hasn't played yet in this league, but yeah, it's these kind of things. It's Bleacher Report putting him in the photo with the oh three stars. It's all this this 
Wait, crap I think that, that over was, ISIS do. I think no, that was a joke. that's not even. I don't even think that's what it is. I think everyone is reading into that so much. Bulbul is just one of those NBA players. Like there are a handful of NBA players that everyone collectively can kind of root for and get behind, no matter if he's on your team or not. Mm. I think Bulbul fits into that category. But it's the why? same thing as like a Taco Falls. Like there are just certain people who come into this league and you immediately want to want them to succeed because of his name. Because of his because his, his name heritage. is fun because he's seven feet tall and can handle the rock because when he's like dribbling randomly through people. all these shorter dudes and ends in a dunk it's like and it's exciting it, it, it's it fun. lights up the whole arena and the bench like he's, he's that's just, all uh, that was that was not about Bobo gonna be in the starting five that wasn't this guy is our savior or a Wemby stopper or whatever well, it's but just somebody that, actually said that okay Lindsay. but we know that somebody always puts out crazy things like it just is what it is like but, bleach report but when we come in from that perspective it's just an excitement around this person oh, I mean yeah. that's fine that's what it is. I mean, I mean, is it? I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I get he has a cult following because that's what it is. Everybody wants to cheer for him, for Boban, for Taco Fall. Yes, exactly. I don't, I don't mind the exactly. fans. I don't mind the fans doing that. Like, because I think a lot of it was good natured. Like, oh, we got this fun guy that it's going to be the victory cigar and we're going to have a lot of big wins this year. So we're going to mm. see something fun. I'm fine with that. It's just any of these expectations that are being projected by certain people. That's anything other than, hey, this guy is probably your 15th guy. And if he does any more than that, it's going to be a big yeah. surprise. I mean, listen, if you if, if there's somebody that really thinks that he's the Wemby stopper, then uh, I don't know what to tell you because he's basically a turnstile at the perimeter. Like, that's not yeah. going to happen. Like, you talk about bad defensively from the perimeter. He is as bad as it gets. He is what? One percentile, I think I said. Mm. I think uh, Mike V. Hill or Sam Cooper put out there like that's not good. That's mm -hmm. not good. He can protect the rim to a certain degree. That's what you're hoping for. You're hoping Frank Vogel can pull a little bit more out of him. That's what you're hoping for. You're hoping that he can play uh, off of people very at a very high level and be able to connect on that three point shot at a very high level. If none of those things come to fruition, Bull Bull will not be playing a lot this season. That's just how it's going to be. Bobo is probably not going to be playing a lot this season to begin with. Right. Like, well, which again takes me back to I'm I'm surprised that they jettisoned campaign for virtually nothing to make room <laughs> for. They did. They dumped him on San Antonio's cap space. Said, "Sure, we'll take a protected second rounder." <laughs> Jettison Good luck, sounds, Pop. This Jettison just sounds like expeditiously. Like they just had to get rid of him as fast as possible. They kind they of did. It. They <laughs> exiled him to San Antonio. It was like less than a week that we heard, "Oh, they might be looking at training campaign," and then boom, he's gone for not a rotation player. Um, and I don't want this to like downplay. Like I'm excited to watch Bull Bull. I think garbage time minutes are going to be fun. It's going to be fun, but I, I just I don't quite get the rationale of being so high on a guy who's probably going to be your 14th or your 15th player when you had a rotation piece who would have been useful if you have an injury in your backcourt. Um, but that's just me. I'm with you, Lindsay. I think he's lying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm excited to I watch him like play. I feel like every time Bull Bull plays, he's going to be like, could have been Ish Wainwright should be out there right now. Stop. <laughs> could have been camping. He's going right to be now. so upset. I love Ish. I'm just speaking Anytime Bull Bull right plays, especially on a home game, and he's going to call in, it's going to be the first thing we start with because it's Bull Bull and it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's provocative, as somebody in the Gets chat the said. Going. Oh Gerald's going to shake his head and be so upset that we be, have to talk about really that. Not. Is he going to be your new sweet baby angel? I don't know. Too tall to be an angel. 
We'll see. Give me, is there a height limit to angels? There is. There is. I learned it in Catholic school. It's an obscure <laughs> thing. Catholic school. Went to a weird Catholic yeah, school. We I got some awful I got, shit on this pod today. <laughs> oh my God. I got two reasons I'm excited. Okay. One, I can't remember. <laughs> two is the fact that. James Jones, <laughs> I need you to do one thing for me going into this training oh camp. Don't say it. Sign Taco no. Fall. I need a goddamn taco bowl in Bro, my life. All if right. You get me Bobon. Bobon. Bobon and bowl. Ooh. I will Bo-bon lose bowl. my mind. Why? Bo-bon bowl. I love Bobon. <laughs> I love Bobon. Bobon brings so much joy. Great John to Wickville. every space he's ever been in. He does. Does he? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I've only heard amazing things about Bobon. His commercials are fantastic. Like, hundred yeah. percent. Team Bobon. Oh yeah, great John Wick villain as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, he permeates 100%. the culture. Anyway, Espo, we do have a super chat for you. This one came from Brian. Um, sorry, Emma. <laughs> you just yeah, so, so dirty. Lindsay was like, I'm so hot. Can you turn on the fan? I'm wearing a sweater. By the way, fuck you. Uh, I got a super chat. Run back was, to your seat. I was going to super chat. Listen. Can we I'm, see how fast Emma can move? We got a super chat. I'm not on my A game today just yet. I'm only like 70% better, okay? Okay. <laughs> anyway, we have people a super are longing chat. for me hosting this show. <laughs> we, we have don't a know super bad chat from is. Brian. As for this one's for you. I don't want to read that. You, you read got it. to. You started this. No, so. you read it. Riz Bozito. <laughs> Provi- proving the haters wrong. Got Bobo fire emoji. <laughs> Can you say that again? No. no. Uh, we're going to have to get that in Riz Bozito. <laughs> oh, no. Do we? That was, look what you've like done. Do we, We're auto-tuned, so I'll say it to that. Oh, oh no. my goodness. Thanks, Brian, for your super chat. We appreciate you. Although, I am a little mad at you. Because that would have died if you had not brought it back up. I yeah. guarantee Espo had already Nothing. forgotten about it. Nothing does. I hadn't forgotten about it. And now it's going to be a thing again. Anyway, uh, the final half of yesterday's shenanigans is the Suns also acquiring three future second-round picks from Orlando for a 2026 first-round pick swap. So lots of movement yesterday. And then Woj with Bobby Marks. Um, followed up saying that the second round picks to Phoenix are 2024 via Denver, 2026 least favorable of Detroit, Orlando, or Milwaukee, and 2028 from Boston if between 46 and 60. So that's that's like what we were talking about earlier. The example a protected, of a, yeah, of a protected second round pick. Um, I like this. This is being creative with your pick swaps because you already owed the Wizards the right to swap picks if they liked the Suns pick more than their own. <laughs> Um, now you're doing it with another team that, let's be honest, three years from now, I don't know if Orlando or Washington are going to be better teams than the Suns. Something we never know. Things can change very quickly overnight. But knowing that Devin Booker is still in his prime and will still be in his prime by that point, knowing the aggressiveness that Ishbia operates with, even if this whole Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker thing completely falls apart in the next three years, I still have a hard time seeing the Suns pick being more valuable than what the Wizards and Magic bring. That like I don't see them being a lottery team by that point. Um, and that's really the only instance where you would look at that pick and go, damn, that that deal really came back to haunt us. So you, you never know with this type of stuff. But I would wager that even if the Magic and Wizards are somehow better than the Suns by that point, 
it won't be by enough for it to really ma- oh no they fell from you know like 22nd or 20th to 22nd or something like that i just i don't see this being a big deal well and you're not losing the pick so right. you'll still have picks in those years uh, so i don't know it does kind of feel like you know putting some money on a credit card uh, you know and and getting something now and having to pay in the back end right mm. and you hope to your point it doesn't hurt you and that you can use these second round picks to either make a move now or or later down the road because that's really what it's about is getting some assets to make some moves. You're not you're not going, "Hey, we really want to be heavily invested in the second round of the NBA draft, but does it pan out? Do you see them make a move with an exception and these picks later on that's that piece that gets them over the hump potentially?" Mm-hmm. That's where this makes a lot of sense. If they wind up just having a lot of second round picks mm-hmm. uh 5 years from now, who really cares, you know? Do you guys think that that all of this is leading towards another move before the start of the season, or do you think this is for maybe before the trade deadline or next season? Only if something knocks their socks off. I just, I don't see it. Um, I think it's more of kind of a wait and see approach uh, in the, during the season to see if like, okay, well maybe we're not as short up over here as we thought we were. Maybe we can go, go out and get a guy, whatever. That's the only thing I I, I can see. I, I, I don't. I don't anticipate them making any other moves. No, I and a lot of people thought when they traded campaign. Okay, something else has to be coming. Not necessarily like Saul's saying. You could monitor your team, see what you have because they do have their roster fully set right now. Um, see what they have and reevaluate at the trade deadline or even before then. You know, December fifteenth is when a lot of these recently signed players in free agency become available. We've seen a lot more trade activity once that date passes. Um, and the Suns now have a $6.5 million trade exception, a $5 million trade exception, and a $1.8 million trade exception from the Isaiah Todd trade that they can use. Um, for people wondering, you cannot combine trade exceptions, so they can't like lump them all into some 12 or $13 million exception. But and you can't use it as cap space. It's yes, not the you can't it use it as cap space. <laughs> you still have to trade something, but they do have now six second-round picks to add in as sweeteners it's not a lot but it's at least something to give a team incentive instead of just give us your player into a trade exception and we'll give you a little bit of cash or something yeah it's a bunch of insurance basically because right now really your trade options are deandre ayton in season or these exceptions with with the sweeteners this is this is just covering your bases in case you need something else somebody in the chat said injury could also be, hey, this isn't working. One of these bench guys isn't who we thought they were. We need to get another piece. So, And our friend Gambo did say uh, earlier today that they are done in making moves as well. So I'm I'm pretty locked in and agreeing with it. So. Um, all right. So a couple things from the chat. Uh, one, Triple B said, like to see your guys' opinions on the depth chart and what it's looking like with the roster. We're going to do that on Wednesday. So come hang out with us then. Um, and then we got a super chat from James. James, thank you for your super chat. Sent us $10 and said, me casually plotting my FU tour when Ishby approves everyone wrong, including the Bull Bull breakout season. <laughs> Tough face emoji. Well, he had another one right <laughs> He's after got that, that cl- crystal got ball. He's looking at All right. And then James sent a follow-up one. Thank you again, James. And also about final roster most three words. 
Original Valley Boy. You have, had me in the first one. <laughs> I have uh, thoughts on this. Okay. You have thoughts on the... Are we going to talk about Kelly Oubre or no? Not, we weren't. Okay. Not today. Well, anyway. let me tell you about Kelly Oubre. Oh, boy. Here we go. Kelly Oubre <laughs> is not a good fit. He's not a good fit for one reason and one reason only. There's no way him and Devin Booker can coexist. It's just not going to happen. I... That happened before. They tried that before, and it didn't vibe so hot. That's just my opinion. Uh, Kelly didn't vibe so I yeah. disagree at this point. Okay. I think the last go-about, there was definitely, like, friction. I think now, with where Kelly is and where Book is, it's a no-brainer at this point. Well, it should be. It should be, but... So what, I mean, you're, what you're saying is, is by this point, Kelly should have had his multiple servings of humble pie, and it should be a different approach, probably. I mean, I was trying to say it nicer, but yes. I would. I mean, that's I what would it rather is. have the horse from the Valley Jersey yes. photo shoot and wear the outfit that Kelly Oubre wore Brother. than have Kelly Oubre back in the Valley. Brother. Yeah, I, I'm not. I again, like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to that. But <laughs> I will just say, I don't. From a basketball standpoint, I don't think it's a good fit. Point blank, I just don't. I don't. I don't see the need for him on this team. Uh, you have a lot of you have a lot of ball handlers and a lot of excellent shooters. I'm not deferring from Beal, Booker, KD, or even Eric Gordon to Kelly Oubre on the perimeter. It's just not happening. No, he he would be a bench guy, but yeah. it doesn't matter because they've got their 15 roster spots all tightened up. Um, Kelly Oubre is a free agent, so you can't really use your trade exception to land him anyway. Um, and I don't think he really has an interest in coming here. I think his goal is to get paid this summer, A, which the Suns can't really do outside of a vet minimum, mm -hmm. and B, find a place where he can continue to live out his dreams and trying to be the guy, or at least a guy. And here he would be like the ninth guy. I don't even know where around the league he would be a good fit um, right now and who would want to pay him, first of all. I don't think I don't think there's a lot of teams that are lining up to pay Kelly Oubre you know, premium money. No. If, Otherwise, he would have probably been signed already. Yeah. If he wants to be a star in Phoenix, the G League team's coming. Jesus Christ. Well, now See, you're just being yeah, disrespectful. Just, I'm just saying. It's not happening I mean, in Phoenix. Just, I, I think Kelly Oubre can play in the NBA. Let me make that clear. Well, he, it just ain't going to be in it's, Phoenix. It's not, it's not a thing. He can. He like. He, yeah, I'm not going to disrespect the guy and say he's not good. He's a very good it's player. Just no, the amount of money that is going one. to be offered and where. Oh, Espo, you silly goose. He's not that good. He wasn't oh. that good here. He was he was, oh, he was not the guy was a chucker, all right? He averaged 19 and 6. Yeah, on 45% on on shooting and 35. So, but he was still good. And he wouldn't play in the bubble when he could have. I don't that's a stretch. Yeah. Don't know no, the that was the truth. We're not going to go down that route because yeah. there are all types of shenanigans <laughs> behind the scenes that we all don't know all the details of. Espo, mm -hmm. I'm usually on board with you, but I feel like you're on Lonely Island right now. You're just one. being a Kelly it's Oubre fine hater. Correct. It's fine if you don't want Kelly Oubre. It's fine if you don't think he'd be a good fit or if you just acknowledge the fact that they're done. They have their roster as it is, so it's not happening. But you're, you're, you're taking it a little far. A little this too far. <laughs> I've always been on the Oubre hater train, all right? Well, this is not new. But this so is not he, new. And he's not even taking it that far. No, yeah. There's <laughs> levels to this, and I'm not going there. Uh, <laughs> I'll stand one level higher than you. I'm fine. Uh, I think oh, you're man. like three. But anyway, <laughs> game time. It's a great place you for you to get replay? tickets <laughs> to sporting events and concerts that you want to go to. 
Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. You can snag tickets without the stress by using game time. Just download the game time app, create an account and use the code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, just create an account and redeem that code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We also got a super chat from Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby! Said, Hello, Lindsay, Saul, Espo, and Gerald. Hopefully, I can meet all of you uh, sometime. Well, uh, next, of all of y'all. All of y'all. Same, same thing. <laughs> all of you, y'all, you all. Uh, <laughs> next Wednesday, we're going to be out at Four Peaks uh, for our last Wednesday of the month at Four Peaks. It's going to be a good time. You can come hang out with us then. Mm -hmm. Our show will be at 3 of course, Four Peaks has the best beer. They also have the best chicken tenders in town and a bunch of other delightful things on their menu as well. So it'll be a great time. And all of the PHNX shows are going to be live from out there that day. So it's not just the four of us that you can hang out with. It's the whole squad. So maybe do that. And you can also check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub on social to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery, you do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. Um, all right, James sent us another super chat, said the seeds have been planted. <laughs> For what? I'm guessing <laughs> Kelly Uber. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> <laughs> Depending Seriously. on how much they paid him, I wouldn't be mad at it. Um, I but will, I don't think it makes the most sense. I will wear the exact outfit he wore in the valley thing and ride a white horse if Kelly Uber ever winds up back Listen here. to Espo. This season. This season. had to qualify yeah. real quick. I mean, what was the yeah, qualifier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This season. Four years this from now, season. so this season. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know that I trust your I wills anymore. Why not? I don't, I don't know, because you never actually ate a shoe. Yeah, you didn't I eat did. a real shoe. I never said. Guys. You, you, you wanted said me to I'll really eat, die? You said I'll eat my shoe. Guys. Promises were made. Hey, I paid for that. Health decisions were also made, Gerald. <laughs> actually, I was going to eat part of a shoe, and Saul said no. I told him no. He told me. I, I was going to say, I, that sounded I, like your HR voice. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was. Saul like, so was like, no, but for real, we really do have an HR. It's yeah. just an extremely yeah. like yeah. high level one. There's, we still have liabilities that we have to make sure we navigate around, and that is one of them. I have not forgotten about the Ewok costume. I'm just trying to oh, find right. the Ewok one costume. that works. Make one. Uh, yeah. Have you seen my crack? No, everyone would be like, what the hell is it, is that? Like, <laughs> why is Espo wearing a scarf around his head? Like, that, that's all they would think. It wouldn't look like it really was. <laughs> all right. We have one other super chat. This one's from Javi. Thank you. Said, sounds like G League team announcement in one to two weeks, according to Matt Ishbia via AZ Sports interview. I mean, honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. He's been talking about it since day one mm -hmm. that uh, G League team is going to be on the horizon for the Suns. I think what the NBA also said by next year. By 2024, they expected every team to have a G League affiliate. Matt told us in our one-on-one -on -one the first day as owner that he was uh, going to have a G League team. So um, this will be exciting. This will be good. We can finally you know, evaluate some of these guys on the summer league roster for a G League spot and keep them in-house and teach them Suns principles and whatnot. When we have two-way players, we can actually send them to get real NBA-caliber experience somewhere instead of just like, well, you can practice with us, I guess, for a while, but you can't really play because we ran out of games for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, that'll be good. Girth has been all over this. I mean, this is this was the first, one of the first things he asked. We were the first people to have it. Gerald's been on top of this. If it happens in the next few weeks, great. Ishby has said... 
it's going to be in the valley somewhere. So I'm uh, again. We need to this week come up with some G League team cities and Ooh, names. That sounds uh, fun. Wait, to, he said it will not be in the valley, or it will, will be, be in the valley. Oh okay. wow! Okay. So we like, should all come up with our own G League squad. Hey, yeah, we'll I do mean, that on Friday. The the Mesa Fiesta uh, where they build an arena on the Fiesta Mall site. Like there's all sorts and of split things. split it with the Coyotes. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like at this point they're probably just going to go to the Coliseum. No, they won't play in the Coliseum. They would have Places to renovate the hell out of the Coliseum. They're not going to put money in that. I can see them playing at GCU maybe. Well, wait, this is this is what we can include yeah. with our pitch. Where yes, would you where play? Where they play? Gerald said save it for later, you guys. Yeah, yeah, I just gave us a great idea. <laughs> I got the convention center. I got one. Huh. The Tempe Bookmans, and they play at Marcos Deniza. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, uh, all right. A couple more I super chats. Call them the Arizona we'll Coyotes so they couldn't play in the <laughs> landfill. Uh, libertarian Sasquatch sent us oh. one and said, Brody never ate a shoe, shaking my head. <laughs> Again, I offered to eat pieces of the shoe, and Saul told me I was not allowed to. Give my wife also a, did, but I listened to Saul. Give him an out, and yeah. that's what, he's just going to keep rolling with that. He's yeah. going to put it on me. Yep. Did you your not bet. tell me I couldn't eat it? Did you really want to eat a shoe, Esther? I would have done it for the people. You can do all it right I'm now. Saying, no, nobody's right, stopping you right now. All I'm saying Stop is it. just... Your, get your shoe out of your mouth. Oh and God. I can't believe I'm saying that live on the <laughs> oh air. Oh, my God, dude. Your <laughs> to my co-host who is older was than me. walking all over the streets of Phoenix, <laughs> and you put it in your mouth. Yeah, whatever. And you're a shuffler, too. It's even worse. Oh, whatever. yeah. You do drag your feet, foot dragger. <laughs> get your shoe out of your mouth. <laughs> I really don't care. The people want it. The people get it. Um, yeah, that attack got so like personal. After the you're man, a foot shuffler. After the man just put his. You own eat shoe your feelings, Dad. You're a foot shuffler. Oh my gosh. Well, I, you know, listen. You should have known that it was coming at some point in time when you just saw at the top of the show he was going to get you back. I was unaware That's that I shuffled how my this feet. Works. I was unaware. Anyway. No um... Hello, the chat said, still waiting for Lindsay to hold up her end of, like, my bet, too. Um, it had something to do with Spinelli, but I don't remember what the actual bet was. Spinelli. I know, but what was the actual bet? Well, KD came here, I think. Is that what it was? I don't recall. Uh. Let me know. Anyway, one more super chat, and then we'll move on. That was Leo, gross. Can I get thank you for your super chat, Leo. Espo. <laughs> Uh, said your guys' reaction on Monty talking about his new Pistons pick, Asur and Marcus, LOL. Cringe as hell. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. He, that fully sums that up. Yeah, he's used that. It's a it's a very old-fashioned, uh, weird phrase that he likes to go to. It needs to never be spoken again. Yeah. Like, ever. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's actually on the heels of me watching, like, two documentaries about, like, like, uh, no, don't go there. Okay. All right, don't go, go there. there. Yeah. Okay. No, we're not going to go there. That's a good call, Because <laughs> I know exactly the no, crazy cults like thing. Basically, at the end of the day, we don't like it, and we would like for that bit to be retired. Yeah, let's uh, not marry Final super chat, for real this time. Libertarian Sasquatch said, that Midwest foot shuffle. <laughs> the callback Is it like me. a dance move now? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, the throwback to the Midwest uh, joke. Yeah. yeah. All right. For real, for real, we're moving on this time. Hold on. Screw you, Sly. Sly says senior citizens tend to do that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. Damn. A lot has changed since the Suns uh, made it to the NBA Finals. And yeah. by a lot has changed, I mean this roster. Mm -hmm. Guys, just look at all of these Damn. names. Mm -hmm. 
that were at one point in time on that son's team. And then look at all these names crossed off now. Out of every single person on this list, the only two that remain from that 2020-2021 Phoenix Suns roster are DeAndre and, and Devin Booker. That is it. Should we have That's lightly crazy. crossed out DeAndre? Dude, no. I look at that roster and I'm like, damn, they made it to the finals? I mean, that was a that was a good I mean, that was a good team. Can that we put it back? Up. It was a, it was a good team, but like, I wouldn't. You would not have guessed that this team took him to the finals. You would have because back then Chris Paul was still All NBA caliber player. But Etwan Moore and Langston Galloway played minutes uh, at times. Like kind of Langston Galloway dropped buckets in Detroit. I Langston, forgot about some of these guys. I'm like, not even going to lie to you. That's a pretty good roster. Tyshawn Alexander. Man, who? See, if they'd have had a G League team, he would have been a fun guy to have on the G League squad. Yeah. Abdel Nader. One of the other son-in-laws. He was he was actually not that <laughs> bad that season. Frank Kaminsky. We miss him. Yes. Definitely. Frank. Would not be mad about having Frank Damian back Jones? on this squad. Frank. Oh, yeah. Damian yeah, Jones Damian was on Jones. that team. Dario back then was one of the better oh, six the men homie. in the league. That was a good squad. Jalen Smith was... R.I.P. Sticks, kids. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it not resting in peace. I'm just rest. You just you need rest? To be in peace. You just, just want it to be just, gone? Just rest. <laughs> Gerald's like, you're six foot deep. That's it. Oh, no peace man. for you. <laughs> Turmoil for the rest of your existence. Wow. Aggressive, that's Gerald? That's because of the song, isn't it? Because yes. you had to be subjective. Well, yeah, no, this just is not song. about Jalen Smith. No, it was about six kids. Let me make that clear. That barb was towards the song. Do we have six kids? Can we cue that No. I like the song. I Emma, mean, don't worry about it. I think it. that was before Emma's time. That, that was, was before Emma's yeah, time. That was before Emma's it was time. Yeah, I, can't, Father. I can't imagine that ever happening on Emma's watch. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe we are sitting here talking about before so and so's time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's just wild. We've well, been almost two doing years. yeah two years wow. next month. It's been uh, it's been fun. Yeah, we've had a lot of jokes. We've had a lot of jabs. <laughs> had a lot of bets. Yes, we have a lot, a lot of bets. That's for sure. Stop it! Put your shoe. <laughs> no, I'm just shoe back on. You got me thinking about what might have been on that. Yeah, just no longer there. That should have um, been something that crossed your mind before you yeah, put the shoe. I go think I do. Damn it! I'm Matt Ishbia like. I just get shit done. Oh, I feel like Matt yeah? Ishbia even thought about what he was yeah. going to do. Yeah, I may have just cost myself billions in healthcare, but I'm all right this, with that. This man just compared one of the greatest yeah. Suns rosters to yeah. putting his shoe in his yes. mouth. Yes. The people asked for, it and yeah. they got it right. Oh man! But you know, Espo, to your point that you had mentioned earlier, Gambo did tweet out. Um, just looking at how much has happened and how much has changed over the last couple of off seasons. Gambo did say that, you know, he believes that the roster is set, that they now have six second round picks, which gives them flexibility during the season. And uh, that this is this is what we're going to head into this new upcoming season with. Is every graphic we have going to have Bull Bull on it from now on? <laughs> yeah, we just need There's him just like in the background. Devin somewhere. Booker had 52 points, Bull Bull in the background. <laughs> I mean, we could make that a thing. I'm okay with that. Bull Why Bull's not? the new PHNX Suns mascot. Oh, <laughs> Why man. not? It would be kind of funny. Yeah. I might hide Bull Bull around this office. I might get a cutout of Bull Bull and just hide him. How could you hide a seven foot three cutout? <laughs> no, it'll be like, you know, it's like not life size. You'll, you'll, you'll not close life the size. bathroom stall and it'll just be Bull Bull's watching. 
<laughs> I love Bobo this. is always watching. Oh. Bobo In shows the kitchen, up everywhere. We can have plates and napkins and, and bowls. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. We definitely need to, because Hello said on this segment of bowling for soup, <laughs> yes. uh, we should probably come up with some sort of a bowl bowl oh, segment yes. of yes. sorts. It doesn't I'm, have to only be about bowl bowl. It's just named after him. Can mm. we just bring him in to help me get things off of high shelves? I'm five nine. Sometimes uh, that's a problem. That was Blake Griffin's job. So no, you got to pay him fifteen million dollars to do that. Those are the rules. Sorry. Oh man. Can I, I borrow them. fifteen million dollars from Saul? Yes. Okay. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Listen, if you guys are going on a road trip this summer, make sure you stop by our friends over at Circle K to pick st- to pick up. <laughs> Stock up. Did, did, Stock up is did the Max's word. Has he throw you off? No, I'm just. I'm getting tired. <laughs> I'm running out of steam, that's all. Pick up some bowl bowls of snacks. Over to stock to up on everything you need, whether you need gas, you need coffee, snacks, you name it, Circle K has you covered. Right now, they're also doing a couple of cool promotions. So um, if you buy Powerades, four of them for $5, you can be entered to uh, be one of 10 finalists to win a 2023 Ford Big Bend Bronco SUV. Which is, I feel like, a pretty cool thing to win. That's pretty cool. Right? Like, what, I would be. What's the name of the car? A big Ford Bend Bronco, Bronco SUV. Oh, ben. Bend. Uh, what ben, did I say? Uh, no, I heard something different. Oh, I was like, there's a good possibility I did say something different. A big to bend be with you. Bronco SUV. Do they sell penicillin over there at, at Circle K that I can get on the way home? From licking your shoe? <laughs> From licking my shoe. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a sexy car. I'm not going to lie. It is really nice. Emma just looked it up, and it's uh, it's very pretty. All the colors are really nice, too. Mm-hmm. So you guys should definitely do that. Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. And right now, they have another promotion. This one's super simple. All you have to do is text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, and you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pop. So head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. To find Circle K's near you. And also, don't forget, you need Shady Rays for your road trip to protect those eyes during the summer. Shady Rays has gear that is built to last. We're talking premium polarized shades. They are an independent sunglass company with world-class products. And they also have a store up at Kierlin's Commons, Kierlin's which Commons, is yeah. uh, pretty nice. You can go try them on there. Make sure that you absolutely love your shady rays check out all they have to offer and exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com use code phnx for 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people okay the last thing we're going to talk about today is the fact that the suns technically don't have a quote-unquote true point guard mm-hmm. on this roster And a lot of people are a little bit concerned by it. And I think that's why when all the moves were made yesterday, it made people wonder if something else was coming down from the Suns simply because of that fact. Saul, we know you could care less about a true point guard or not. But I want to open it up to the group and see what what we're thinking or how maybe if you could ease the minds of those who are a little stressed about this, what would you say? You guys all right if I take this one? Sure. <laughs> 55 years without a championship. They've been known for their point guards. Gail Goodrich, Paul Westfall, uh, Dennis Johnson, Kevin Johnson, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Gorn Dragic, can- or campaign. Nope. Chris Paul. Uh, you've you've been known as a haven 
for point guards over the years, and you've gotten zero titles. Why the hell not try something different? Let's go positionless. Let's have multiple ball handlers. Let's go out there and just figure out a way to bring Larry O'Brien to the Valley, even if it means stacking yourself with talent across the board and none of them are truly a point guard. I'm fine with this at this point. I, I've kind of gone through the the maturations with this, but I've reached the point where I am fine with this plan if you're fully committed to it, and it appears they are. Yeah, I think we need to stop thinking about it so traditionally. We've heard from Vogel both in his one-on-one with us and at Bradley Beal's press conference talk about multiple ball handlers, multiple guys who can initiate the offense, and that's what you have between Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and even Kevin Durant to a certain degree. Eric Gordon fits that mold. Jordan Goodwin, same thing. He's an underrated playmaker as well. Um, And you look at what Devin Booker did just last season without Chris Paul in those 17 games – He averaged 29 points and 8.2 assists per game on 65% true shooting. Now, that's a small sample size, but he also did it in the playoffs because in those four playoff games that CP3 missed in the Denver series, Book put up 30.8 points and 8.3 assists on 73% true shooting. And that's including the last game of the series where he had like 12 points and they got blown out and it was terrible. So this is a situation where you have... The scoring, the dribbling, the ball handling, the passing between those three and some of the bench guys to make up for it. In a playoff series, it will be more difficult, but we saw what Devin Booker is capable of doing. If we got the real version of Kevin Durant in that series, maybe that series looks a little bit different. Um, and that was before Bradley Beal came to join the party. In his place was either a an older Chris Paul or an injured Chris Paul. So... Mm. I do think they have what it takes to make this work. It will be on Kevin Young and and uh, Vogel to create an offense that's creative enough and features enough movement and interchangeability to where you can plug all of these guys in different positions and it still works. But this is not the NBA of 20 years ago where it's like, well, there's only one basketball. Well, when you have guys, true, but... when you when there's when you have guys that can do all of these different things, it doesn't matter because now you have multiple ways to beat opponents, especially when you flank them with shooting, which is what they did in free agency. And we saw the we saw the small kernel of what that offense could look like last year from Kevin Young in utilizing multiple ball handlers. So. Every time I hear, oh, we need a traditional point guard, all I think of is like, oh, what do you want? Somebody to run the picket fence for you? Like it's such an old, old, old moniker now. Like it's over. Like yeah. let go of the true point guard. There's not a lot of them left. Like the the traditional true point guards, the Steve Nashes, the the Chris Pauls, like they're fading away. A lot of these guys can do multiple things to play multiple positions. Steph Curry, people yesterday really tried to tell me that Steph Curry is a traditional point guard. Oh. What the hell are you talking about? He's their best shooter. He's their best scorer. Like point blank. Like that's he's not. He's just not. Like so, I, I'm I'm so over that. You know how I feel about this. What I would say is is you're right. Bradley Beal and Devin Booker are perfectly fine at handling everything themselves as a duo. Like it's possible. Last year, last year, uh, you know, the the Denver Nuggets win the championship. Well, Jokic for a large portion of that season was their highest assist man. He's not in the traditional point guard, obviously. Jamal Murray, much better scorer than he is facilitator. Sorry. So he's not a traditional point guard. Before that, Steph Curry, the year before that, like it goes on and on and on. Like 
we've we've been fading away from that traditional point guard sense. But the only reason why people love to bring that up is because that's all they know here in Phoenix. Like it, that's all we know. Like so, we we need what we know. Well, as Espo said, what you know didn't work before. So throw it out the window and start anew with something that's completely fresh and go with these guys that can handle the ball, that can facilitate the offense. Kevin Durant did that multiple times throughout his career. It's not out of the ordinary to have something unusual work for you. That's what the Suns have right now. Why is the expectation that turnovers will automatically go up? I don't know. I, like. I, I get it to a certain degree because it is different when you are asked to be a point guard on occasion, like Book has been, like Beal has been, and when the brunt of the playmaking duties fall on the two of you now. But I do think they have enough between those two and between KD to be able to make up for it. They're, they will need to focus on limiting turnovers because we have seen Book has gotten a lot better at mastering double teams, um, but there's going to be more attention on him now if he's taking the ball up the court more often. That does tire you out, so they will need to split that load pretty evenly so it's not just Book or Beal all the time. Um, but I, I think they'll get creative and be able to handle that. And like Saul was mentioning, like you look at the Nuggets, you look at the Warriors, they had very offensive-heavy, movement-heavy offenses that could make up for the fact that their point guard was not a traditional. Like with the Nuggets, it was Jokic facilitating. Yeah. With the Warriors, Curry can facilitate, but a lot of times it was... Draymond Green, and they ran him after picks all around the court. So they're going to have to do similar things with this group to get creative and to make sure that it's not, you know, just a ho-hum point guard center, pick and roll everybody's space kind of offense. I think the other thing is, in you know, I, I mentioned all the great point guards we have, right, or you did, right? Um, I also think that the last time we did not have a quote-unquote traditional point guard, so before Ricky Rubio, it was – a tragedy out there on the court, right? But, but that's again, not fair. but but Those again, were traditional but, point guards. But again, just bad. but again, like the talent around them was not very good at all. <laughs> right. So you can't just equate one to the other. Like, oh, all because we don't have a traditional point guard. Now we're only going to win 19 games. We're all screwed. Like that's not happening, right? So hey, remember uh, when we had like 17 point guards on the team? Yeah, and they all yeah, sucked. That great picture where they're all grabbing at the same basketball. Yeah, that worked uh, out. Really yeah, like I, those, I mean, I love those guys, but I'm not going to name names. But man, that was a tragedy to watch those teams. Uh, oh my gosh! My only area of concern still is late in the fourth quarter when things become very much they, things slow down. It, it's kind of truncated the way the pressure comes up. How do they handle that? And I'm sure after the first month, and I see it, I'm gonna feel better about it. It's just one of those. That's I, that's. I think where you, you just have so many vets on this team now too, who are who are calm, cool, and collected in those type of situations. That I'm not really that worried about it at this point. Like I know Chris Paul was that guy mm -hmm. for a very long time, but I think Devin can be that guy. Yeah. Kevin can be that guy. Beal can be that guy. Like Boy, I'm not. I'm not that <laughs> worried about needing that Chris Paul presence and that calm and zen in those moments yeah. anymore. So I feel like we've got guys on this team who are beyond that, who can also do that type of thing. Maybe That's not fair. in the same way, but well enough. And it's not the young. The, when it came in handy with CP3, it was when Mikhail was young, Cam was young. Exactly. Playing guys that had never been there before. I get that. That's yeah. fair. I, I also think that this team is just so good. Like, those three are so good. Bradley Beal will destroy anybody one-on-one. -on -one. Like, so you, you, can, you can maybe ISO him if you want to, but then if you send a double... He's throwing it over to Devin Booker. And if you send a double to that, you're throwing it over to Kevin Durant. And if you throw a double to that, you might have DA wide open underneath. Like, 
I just think that the levels that these guys can play at are so vast that you don't need a traditional basketball sense to be able to run this organization and this team. Like, I just don't. Like, I've never been on that train, and I never will be, mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> We're going to be okay, you guys. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story, we're going to be okay. Why do we have to say that still to people when we have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal? Espo, coming from who I'm going to say the most traumatized of yes. all of us, yes. you should understand yes. that 100%. No, I've, I've turned over a new leaf. Lies! <laughs> this is the best Suns team you we've ever seen. Liar. This is the best Suns team we've ever seen. And until they lose a game, then I'll panic. Well, but they fair, haven't lost a game. To be fair, we haven't seen them yet. <laughs> but they haven't lost a game yet. So True, they are undefeated. I'm good. That's just like, I'm good for the offseason, but the minute that preseason <laughs> starts and we lose a game to the 36ers, oh. I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, I'm ready to run Matt oh Ishbia out of town if they lose the 36ers oh again. I'm good, said the guy who put a shoe in his mouth 20 minutes ago. <laughs> What? Maybe that's maybe are this you, is like we're already seeing what happened. Are you questioning my mental <laughs> facilities right now? <laughs> a little bit. Gerald <laughs> said yes. Just the facts are made. Made. Yeah. Whatever yeah. I meant to say. say. You got a street fungus in your brain now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> of the first of the just, uh, last yeah. of us. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, great. Well, we'll keep you guys posted on Espo's health over the next uh, handful of days. Fingers crossed. Uh, touch metal, knock on wood, whatever your thing is, that Espo is fine. Oh, no. No. <laughs> me happy. Me, me love shoe. You know, me shoe. You implanted the idea in his Saul head. did it. Yeah. I know. It's his, that was his fault. Okay. We're going to go. Uh, come back tomorrow, 3 p.m., same place, same time. I think think we're gonna have a special trade machine tuesday yeah. episode of sorts Woo. for you guys also so. make sure you go to gophnx.com we have a bunch of cool stuff we just dropped a new mercury shirt in there go check that out as Ayo. well it's pretty dope and we have a huge cornball championship mega championship thing going on cornhole what did i say cornball cornball cornhole you know in bags whatever it's all the same thing i'm the one that has the problem uh that's uh, the first friday i bet mgm sportsbook so come join us yeah it'll be a blast all right until we see you tomorrow you can follow the show on twitter at bhnx underscore sons you can follow me at lindsey smith az you can follow saul at saul underscore bookman you can follow gerald at gerald borgay and of course you can follow espo at espo that's why I'm concerned for what's about to come out of your mouth. I'm not going to lie. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA offseason. Suck at 29 other teams. Niggas in control and ain't never going to let go. BHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job.